Welcome everyone to today's episode of Photography Hustle, the show where we interview entrepreneurs who start photography as a hobby and now focus on it as their main bread. I am your host, Louis Rivera, and before we start talking about photography, just want to give a few names out there for helping me reach out to a bigger audience. I honestly believe they deserve a mention. First off, let's start off with Catherine Payne. Her birthday was the other day, so I want to say happy birthday to you. And she's been a great supporter. Been liking, you know, she's been commenting on everything. Catherine, you are amazing. Thank you so much. Tiffany Tisdale, her birthday was the other day as well. Happy birthday to you. Um, actually, happy birthday to both of you guys. Tiffany Tisdale, another great photographer. Uh, if you don't know who she is, she's done an amazing work. Uh, she goes by lime tree photography look her up on facebook and once again happy birthday to both of you guys and guys i want to give a big shout out to robert silver photography uh he's really doing big things if you guys don't know who he is he's a photographer with the vision i mean he shoots amazing quality stuff and don't get me wrong everybody shoots great stuff but this man right here he not only is he doing photography he's doing youtube he is also a filmmaker he shot the first episode of, of the series uh the art we know and it got nominated for beyond the curve uh film festival which is amazing great job robert i'm so proud of you and i'm rooting for you buddy like i mentioned before that guy is a visionary and i uh, just want to say that robert when you go up there remember the poor people ha <laughs> ha I met Robert in the New York Photography Expo of 2018, or was it 19? Anyways, I'm glad that I met him to witness his success career launching off. Also, another mention, Ron Evans Photography. Thank you for your support and the opportunities of working with you. It's truly an honor. Also, one more before I move forward in the podcast is uh, Direct Asset Dynamics. He is another great buddy of mine, and I look him up to see what he stands for. And yes, I'm holding my ground, buddy. Thank you. I just want to thank each and every one of you for putting my name out there and sharing. I'm looking at my page for the number of downloads and I have with this podcast so far over 65 downloads in the first two episodes. Wow, that's amazing. I didn't think I was going to get any of that. I was not even aware, but because of you guys, I'm very truly grateful. You guys are amazing. My hat's off to you for giving me the chance to be heard. I couldn't believe what I saw when I saw the numbers. I just... I was stoked. I was like, holy smokes. And I keep hoping that I can keep getting more. Also, guys, if you don't have my email, my email is riverael808 at gmail.com. R-I-V-E-R-A-L-808 at gmail.com. All right, let's talk photography. So someone reached out with the topic and they want me to talk about gear. And I said, why not? Let's do this. It's a request, right? So let's go for it. All right, let's talk about gear. Gear is the one thing people love to talk about. You can feel invincible with the gear that you have, but that doesn't make you a great photographer. I mean, it might help get you a job easier, you know, done versus starting something from scratch, like a point and shoot such as myself. But I feel like it's all like 80% mental, 20% physical. And what I mean by that is that, you know, if you got the creativity, you know the vision, you can take amazing photos with just your phone if that was the case to start out. Remember, I started out with a point and shoot. And if you go back to the past or the first episode, uh, I was the guy that was made fun of for being creative. I didn't have money to go spend on a DSLR, nor um, I had other photographers, you know, in the vicinity where I'm like, oh, you know, I can look up to them as a mentor and keep moving forward with becoming a photographer in the future. And by then, through the course of years, which felt like an eternity, I was able to get my hands on a DSLR. It didn't happen right away. Uh, it took a long time and 
Also, saving a couple nickels and a couple quarters helped a lot as well. So whether you think you should start, you know, start with one of them beginner cameras. Uh, a lot of pawn shops sell them for cheap. I mean, I found one through there and I'm there's no shame in my game. I mean, how determined are you to make this a career? Do you want to make a career? Do you just want to get a couple shoots and then just kind of let it die off? Do you want to do this as a hobby? On, you know, whenever you have time that you can relax and say, you know what, let me go take some shoots a family event or maybe let's do some landscapes. And, uh, let's see what kind of things I want to do with nature. I mean, they're all fine, you know, ideas. But with that mentality, you're just not going to get a career. Just, just going to get a hobby. And like anything else, you know, a lot of people blame that they don't have the right gear in order to do the job but that reminds me so i saw a case the other day um this it's supposed to be classified as a photographer and she uh would do her shoots right with her cell phone mind you here's the kicker she used her cell phone for like the pre-stuff and when she actually used her uh beginner dslr she would shoot some events and then some was on her phone and some was actually on her dslr it was kind of bizarre but she made it work and lots of clients go to her. It was mind boggling. I witnessed this firsthand. She was using her cell phone and I'm like, you have a camera. And she was like, well, this is for the social media. And I remembered, wait a second, older cameras, you can't transfer the photos to your phone right away. So, I mean, I guess that made sense, but she's like, yeah, I use a lot of uh, the beginning pictures and I use them, you know, I do quick editing and I send them through social media. She even stated that sometimes she can't hold the camera because it's too heavy for her for all the flash, the extra batteries. And I understand, you know, it gets heavy after a while, but she said she would just use her phone and she thinks that it's just as great a quality as a DSLR, which I personally don't believe that, but she did. And she made the clients believe that as well. She even showed me her portfolio and some of them, I mean, it, there was some very distinguishable ones that I was like, oh, that's definitely cell phone quality. Kind of hard to find out sometimes that they weren't. They were actually from the beginning of DSLR. So she was living in like 2057. I mean, she was out there and I never would have thought that using like a phone for today, like the quality that they can expand to with the beginner DSLR, they're almost, almost, I said almost identical. And my mind was blown. I was like, wow, here I am spending all this gear, expensive lenses, expensive body cams. And here she is making a lot of money because, of course, she has bills to pay and using the very minimum, getting amazing photos because of her creativity. So I don't want to hear that. Oh, I can't get the latest gear. Oh, I don't have enough money. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, it's not in the books for me. Maybe something else will. That's probably cheaper. No, I don't want to hear none of that because at the end of the day, when you try and no matter how you find a way, but speaking about finding a way, I just had an incident this weekend. I just did a wedding and oh man, the things I should tell you here. I was working alongside with Ron Evans photography and again, great photographer, amazing work. And I love all his work. He asked me, Hey, uh, can you do a wedding on such date? And I said, hey, yeah, no problem. You know, time passed by things started moving on life started happening and it was the day of the wedding uh, i was his shooter and he was the cinematographer 
the day before the wedding i charged my batteries checked the cameras made sure everything was working great i checked the lenses made sure i had the right lenses for the job and i try to keep it very minimum as possible because if you're shooting a wedding you don't have time to be like oh what i got this i got that and you don't want to be carrying all that stuff i try to keep it all in one camera bag and of course i don't want to overstuff the camera bag whatever you know the lenses and camera bodies i need in the flash that's it i try not to use anything more Moving forward, got a good night's rest, woke up, got ready, was super excited, super motivated. I love shooting. Let's do this. I went to the site, got my gear ready, and I started shooting. And I started shooting, you know, the makeup artist. I'm shooting, you know, the candid moments. I started shooting the rings, you know, the very detailed shots, uh, the dress. That's very important. And the beginning was going great. I was, you know, feeling really good. But something happened in the middle of shoot. I was shooting uh, the daughter meeting the father for the very first time. He shaved his beard. So he was clean shaven and it was a big shock to her. And I tried to take photos of it and I couldn't. I don't know why it just would not focus. And I updated my Nikon Z6 and to the latest update firmware uh, the week before. But I've been shooting since then and nothing's been wrong with it. So I'm trying to focus. I'm trying to manual focus at this point because I'm not getting the shots that I need. She's reacting and I'm missing the shots. And I'm like, what am I going to do now? Holy smokes. I have no other uh, alternative right now because all I had at the time uh, was my Nikon C6. Let me rephrase that. I had the Nikon D500, but it was a little bit of ways to go get it and then come back and I probably would have missed the whole event so i try to take some shots i try to do some manual focusing and i'm not skipping a beat i went from automatic to manual focus and i'm trying to shoot and again the reactions are going way too quick and i'm losing shots i'm trying to keep my cool i took a pause they took a pause because you know the event was still going on and i just said like can i get two minutes and I talked to Ron Evans and I asked him, listen, my camera just crapped out on me out of nowhere. I don't know if it was the lens. I don't know if it was the camera body, but something was happening that they were not communicating to each other. And I could not get to autofocus where I wanted it to go. Ron Evans, uh, he suggested, he said, look, just put it on auto, see what happens. Surely enough, I did. And it was focusing but not to my likings because now the ISO was not to my liking. My aperture was not to my liking. My shutter speed was not to my liking. And I was just taking the shots and luckily I was shooting in raw. So I can edit the photos a little bit later with the settings that I do want. So I shot like that for like probably like 10, 15 minutes. And then I immediately went to get my Nikon D500 and I started shooting with that and everything was working fine with that one. But I still didn't know why my camera crapped out on me. And of course, these are the reasons why you should always have a backup camera too. Or if you don't have a second camera, just use your phone like the lady did. And I'm pretty sure everything's going to work out. I mean, just always have something to back up just in case your main prize gear decides to crap out like what happened to me. So I switched cameras. Uh, I started using the Nikon D750. And that's a full frame camera. My Nikon D500, it's a crop sensor camera, which is doesn't get the whole picture. Like, I mean, it does, but you would have to back out even more versus you getting the Nikon D750. You can get a lot more and still shoot amazing full frame photos. I mean, you can ask Ron Evans. He was just, you know, 
on point with me and I was just nervous the whole entire time because I was like, oh man, I'm using gear that I don't normally use and I'm using something different. And I kept checking over every photo. I was like, oh, did I get the shot? Did I get the moment? And he's like, you know, don't worry about it. Just keep shooting and let's keep moving forward. We're going to do great. And that's how it's going to turn out. I was just uneasy the whole time and the night went on and I was active all the way through. And then when it was time to eat the dinner, we got some food and then I was able to relax a little bit and then just, you know, let loose a little bit and keep shooting. And uh, I was still uneasy because once it came time to look at the photos, I was like, oh, man, I hope they turned out great. I'm looking over, you know, on the big screen and I'm like, "Ooh, OK, this looks good. This looks good. This looks good. Ah, this could have probably been better. And, you know, kept moving forward from there. But the majority of the photos, I, you know, turned out to be great. And then my and then I felt like all that weight just lifted off with the big sense of relief that I was like, "Ooh, OK, I'm done. The night's over. The day's done. Overall, great shoot. But now I'm starting to look at what's wrong with my gear. And I didn't sleep that night. I was just like a very upset because I spent so much money. And if you don't have warranties, if you don't have insurance on these things, which I really recommend you do, because for situations like this, you never know. It was really late at night. I'm checking YouTube. I'm checking any forums. I'm checking articles that have to pertain to the Nikon Z6 that why it was failing and as a matter of fact i went to facebook groups and i was asking questions around late at night and i started getting some answers they're like oh you know i don't understand what you mean you know do you need mean this did you set this to this mode and i was like i did all that i checked you know the battery i took out the battery put the battery back i mean i did so many things that i just i was just giving up i'm like you know what let me go to sleep tomorrow's a new day i'll tinker it with it tomorrow and i don't know what happened i woke up the next day i charged the battery and i put the battery back in and it was focusing and i don't know if it was just a battery issue just a camera body issue the lens wasn't contacting you know right with the mirrorless camera there was just multiple things that could have prevented it from actually focusing but it worked so i'm hoping that doesn't happen again and hopefully you guys you know learned a you know a nice little valuable lesson that keep your spares uh, just in case because you never know when you might need it and try to keep your uh, camera bag minimal for uh, a wedding so that's pretty much all that i have for that story and like i said for the request hopefully you guys keep them coming uh if you guys forgot my email rivera l 808 at gmail.com r-i-v-e-r-a-l 808 at gmail.com so guys thank you guys so much for listening in thank you guys so much for getting the chance to you know saying topics and discussions uh, i hope to hear more and i want to hear you guys story because again this is great i mean i want to hear your success uh even if it's not photography you know more in the lines of entertainment creativity artistic whatever you want to call it you know something that dominates to your success I already have the uh, plan for getting uh, interviews coming in, so that should be very shortly. I'm excited to do that because it's going to be something new, and that's what this is all about, you know, getting to hear success. Uh, I'm glad that I'm getting more people engaged, and I hope to keep getting more because the more the better, right? So, guys, thank you so much for listening in. This is Luis Rivera. This is the Photography Hustle. Outro, out.